Hi guys, welcome back. Season 3, episode 2, Mask of Masculinity. Here in your studio, myself Mace. Myself French. And myself P, Andrew. And if you tuned into um to part one of season three, we broke down the different masks. We talked about the Stoich mask. We talked about the importance of this. We talked about the Stoich mask, the athlete mask, the material mask, um, the sexual mask. We went in, we kind of divulged, we we discussed the kind of relevance to everyday society. I hope you enjoyed it. And today we're going to finish off the rest of the book over the next the next coming um, parts of, of, of episode two. So with no further ado, Pox, I'll let you lead on the next mask, which I think is the aggressive mask. Cool. <clears throat> um, sorry, for obviously for this for this episode, or certainly for these parts, obviously we made a decision to kind of lead on different masks. For this mask, the aggressive mask, um, I've made a decision to lead on this one. Um, I think the reason why I'm happy obviously to lead on the aggressive mask is I feel... Um, once upon a time, I probably had maybe aggressive and certainly anger issues in terms of maybe redirecting them. So this is one that was not necessarily one that was close to my heart, but one that I felt a bit gravitated towards. Um, so without no further ado, um, I'll start. Imagine the moments before a cage fight, the cheering crowd, the threatening opponent in the corner, flexing, shadow boxing, bouncing rhythmically on the balls of his feet, ready for someone to ring the bell so he can pounce. The highlight reel of his past victories playing on the Jumbotron. Man after man hitting the canvas or tapping desperately as the air gets choked out of them. Think about all the money on the line, the bragging rights, the years of training that lead up to that to this moment. Now think how sorry, now think and now think how would you feel if, if sorry sorry. And now think how would you feel if you were the fighter about to enter the cage to face your opponent? Afraid, anxious, angry, numb, worried? You'd be perfectly normal human beings to feel to feel those things. Andy Kona his release and his solace of stepping into the ring for a fight. Sorry, Andy Kona, he finds his release and solace of stepping into a ring for a fight. Where others would feel frightened of the thought of stepping... Sorry, while others would be frightened of the thought of fighting under the lights and all that comes with it, Andy's different. He and they find solace and a release in wearing the aggressive mask. Andy Kona, who was fostered by his brother, to whom was like his mother, father, sister, and of course his brother... But following his brother committing suicide, he was broken. Something had opened up before because he doesn't like to show his weakness. But he found the UFC. He found his solace and release. Nothing matters in the nothing matters when nothing matters. Sorry, nothing else matters when he steps in the ring. All his problems go away. Only when he steps out of the ring does his problems return. My question, obviously, to both yourselves, Mason and French, is there any sport or maybe any activity that you find solace maybe when you participate or step in the ring there I say. so when you say solace solace in which in what type of Peace way in that like obviously because of some of his problems in terms of his brother passing his way his, basically his family passing away yeah. all his problems whether it be family financial anything of that nature they disappear obviously once he steps in the ring he doesn't find any fear whatsoever when he steps in the ring um yeah, for me yeah um if, if i'm ever stressed we all here we all obviously have our, our day-to-day lives and jobs and this is something that we love to do and passionate about on the side. But for me, I play I play footy every Wednesday. And obviously it's with all the World Cup and stuff going on right now, it's quiet, you know. Mm. Um, relative? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on. But every Wednesday, literally, I'll be at work on a Monday morning. You know, you normally have that that kind of Monday morning, back to work after a heavy weekend, whatever. You have that feel like I don't want a beer or whatever it is. And I'll be like, I've got, I got football Wednesday, afternoon, Wednesday evening after work. And that, then I know that's the midpoint. And then obviously you come to the weekend. 
I love it. It just helps me to release and forget about, not forget about, but like if I've got anything else going on, I know within that hour when I'm playing my seven aside, there's nothing I can do to influence any external things I have going on in my life and nothing that can impact on that. And I always make a point of making sure, even if I've got things going on, even even if sometimes if we can only meet on a Wednesday, I'll be like, sorry, you guys have got football because it's my time to mm. kind of let, let out my release, to do something I enjoy. It's important in life to have, to, to, to kind of treat yourself. I'm not saying necessarily football's a treat because it helps to keep me fit and healthy, but it's important in life to, to treat yourself and do things that you like doing rather than running around all the time and doing things for everyone else or doing things that might pay the bills. So for me, football, yeah. And it definitely helps. And I think it's important to do stuff, take some time off yourself, whether it's once a week or once a month, whatever it is. Do you sell French? Um, I'll say gym. I'll go to the gym and boxing. I'll do boxing at the gym. So that's where I find my solace if I'm having a, a day where I just need to get some aggression out or just pump iron or whatever, do you know what I mean? Just just be active, that's what I tend to do. Um, before that, I used to just love all sports anyway, so mm-hmm. I could play table tennis for hours and find solace in that. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely sport for me is something I find solace in. But another thing that maybe not so much geared towards sport is when I'm doing like colouring in, like a colouring in book. to me before. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Like I, I could tune in and just do that for hours. Even now, I, yeah. yeah, I forget what it was. We had a conversation about. I don't know what. It, I said my um, Spanish teacher asked me, "What do you do for yourself?" And that's what we had. That yeah, that's why we spoke. Yeah, yeah, but that's something I could do for myself and so, find and find solace in it. Am I going to see in the kiddie section of Watson's buying coloring books? No, but you know, there's adult um, coloring books as don't well. Be, so. I've never been arty, so I wouldn't know. But even still, I'd still do those. Yeah, I know you're trying to make a joke, but it's not. No. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> funny. Not to make a joke. It's a, it's a, it's a realistic question. Why? Where do you where do you buy? Another? I don't know. Where do you buy? Please you could just, you could just you print. Buy? You could just print off stuff on the internet. It's that simple. Okay. So you won't see me anyway. <laughs> buying any something, new, something new this evening. <laughs> um, P, what do you? What about yourself? And do you think it's important to find solace in maybe not a sport, but something to take you away from everyday antics of life? And I definitely so believe so. I think at some point. Um, you need to switch off. It's funny because obviously just before we actually started, started and just in catching up, you asked me actually how my weekend was and the first thing I did was sigh. <laughs> so clearly um, I haven't had any time to find some solace and find some peace. So um, I'm going to say at this moment in time, I don't, there's one thing that I'm thinking, I'm thinking of actually just watching stuff on YouTube. When I'm watching YouTube or just watching silly stuff on YouTube or I'm going to say actually sometimes on Instagram, I, I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid again. It's only on Instagram, I'm a, I'm a kid again. Um, but when I'm watching stuff on YouTube, I'm at peace. It's funny, at this moment in time, I'm watching... Um, Are you at peace or being entertained? Both. So I have to. I probably have to watch it before I go to bed. So so you wouldn't be able to survive without social media? No, I can. I can. I can. Social media, it, it, I was going to say, it's a, necess- it's a necessity. Yeah, um, in this, for you. At this moment in, 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 this, in that in regards, isn't it? Um... No, I think I can because I do believe it is it, very harmful. I think too much of something is bad for you. And I think yeah. at this moment in time, social media is definitely playing a part. But they're not necessarily in my life because I think I'm trying to use it for good more than anything. Whereas some people are using it to the point where it's negatively impacting their life in that it moulds how they feel, what they should be doing and all that type of stuff. Whereas the only way it shapes me is in terms of laughing and just curling up in bed and all that type of stuff. Apart from that, nothing else. Um, 
in regards to YouTube, um, I, I, the, it's weird. There's moments I'm watching a lot of animal stuff or... I'll, yeah, he's mad. Seriously, <laughs> I'm watching stuff, um, what do they call them? Oh, monitor lizards eating rats and stuff. You think I'm joking? <laughs> That's the mad stuff I'm watching at the moment. And I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, you're at peace watching that. You're, no, not peace. So no, no solace. But I'm like, um, but that's the no, no. Sorry, I'm at solace. So let me let me say, I am at solace. <laughs> but I'm at solace. So I'm gonna break down solace. Like I'm at peace, but I feel happy. Yeah. Not that yeah, the rats dying I'm, or the mouse is dying, but I'm at peace and solace in that. I'm, I'm really I'm inquisitive I was like, what's the monitor lizard doing now I'm like why would anyway let me so laugh like, at that oh another one dead um, yeah watching that watching I don't want to go too much into it but yeah watching YouTube and okay. Instagram as well but at the same time sorry um, a couple of years back um, I was really kind of heavily into kickboxing and I found a lot of solace and a lot of peace and I might touch on that obviously in the aggressive mask um, as we go on mm-hmm. but I found a lot of peace and a lot of solace in doing kickboxing unfortunately it's something that I didn't continue I can't remember why um, but yeah, I found a lot of peace, a lot of solace. And it was actually something I was very interested in doing at the time. Um, I know I've mentioned it to you before in terms of me potentially fighting competitively. I forget what it is. White collar boxing or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so certainly at the time, two, three years ago, I was really, really keen on doing so. And I'd go on long, long run to kind of like build my fitness and build my stamina up for something potentially to, to go in the ring and compete in some way, shape or form. Um, but obviously that died a death because the aggression probably curtailed. Mm. So with sorry, I know you've just kicked off on the aggressive mask. Is the guy that that you were speaking about all that kind of you you, you spoke about a guy in there? Yeah, in I did, opinion. Yes. Was he saying that with the aggressive marks, it's important like everyone has it, and it's important to find a solace to help curtail that? Or what's nah? It's funny because I'm going to say with all the individuals that we'll probably touch on, um, a lot of them. It's not a case of them finding a solace. Is this is how this is where they find their solace? So they've been they felt some form of pain in their life. Mm. Actually, all of them is actually due to parental, actually, whether it's father, people, yeah, people passing away or their fathers have been missing from their lives and stuff like that. And they've gone into a sport, all of them physical, whether it's American football, um, MMA, and I'm going to say yeah. wrestling as well, where they found some type of solace, okay. whether, whether they found some discipline from the sport, mm. whether it's a case of um, finding peace or whether the, dis- I mentioned the discipline, but yeah, those type of things. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, on the next individual, um, I'm going to talk about obviously Ray Lewis. So I know very, very briefly about Ray Lewis in that, obviously, I believe he's an American football player. And based on my knowledge of him, I think he's always been, I'm going to say, a little bit troubled. I'm not too sure. Actually, I hope I'm right anyway. So I think he's always been a little bit troubled. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think he's always been a little bit troubled. I think he has anyway. But some of the stories... Do you know anything about him? No. Now, anyway, so I've heard his name before anyway. Yeah. So um, I'll touch on him very, very briefly. Um, so there's something scary about channeling years of childhood, childhood issues and frustration out towards a stranger for fame and money. Ray Lewis, for the most part of what I understand from a sporting perspective, from a sporting standpoint, channeled his aggression in a very positive way. From having an absent father, which he harboured hate, which he harboured hate towards, towards him um, because of missing his childhood moments, Ray Lewis, as he says it, replaced it with dominance over another individual, and hate turned into fuel. And that, sorry, and that hate turned into fuel. Um, I say that to say this. Aggression or anger from experiences can fuel and inspire you to great things. Yeah, can fuel, yeah sorry, it can inspire you to great things. So there's a sentence which I didn't need to mention. You, um, sorry, French, you mentioned or you asked me a question, a really interesting question I think the other day was in relation to sexual, um, ah, not drive. So transport. Uh, transmutation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Easy for me to, easy for you to say that myself. All right, um, yeah, so my question maybe towards you, t- towards the both of you is, have you ever, 
or have you ever needed to or do you use your aggression or do you channel your aggression in a way where you can get things done so your question to me was in not seeing anyone or not having sex with anyone for a long period of time mm. was i able to was i able to transfer the energy into something productive and get something achieved and done mm. whereas the question obviously i'm asking you both is with maybe anger and aggression which maybe all of us have probably experienced at some at some point in time have you used it potentially for some type of good um, maybe when I'm, I'm grafting, like if I'm angry about something and I just need to power through the day or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, a, a task that needs to be done, whether it's going through invoices or whatever it may be, I can then almost challenge that anger and just get it out and get it done mm-hmm. in that terms. I can kind of use that energy to, yeah, in that sense, that's, that's the only good I can think about. But you're good at, like, French, you're man, you're very good at, like controlling you can mm. control yourself mm. I'm more of a man that you can see in my face so if I'm angry that very much borderlines emotion I won't, tears don't come down my face yeah, but you. you can see I'm upset like in my face I can't hide it yeah. and like so with me I'm similar to you like in <clears throat> at work and stuff if if I'm angry I'll just mutter stuff under my breath and then like I might just not storm off, but you can just tell I'm angry. Yeah. And it might, it might, sometimes it helps me to get things done. Sometimes it hinders me because it's playing on my mind. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, even, this is completely, it's slightly different, but even yesterday, I nearly got into road rage. Mm. So I was driving, I think I was going to um, Tesco's. Mm. And um, I was waiting to pull into the car park and there was a guy pulling out of the car park and he, a car waited for him to come out, but he didn't see the car. So I've bibbed him to say, get a move on. But then him and his friend in the car have, See, have seen me and they've like raised that raised their hands and I thought okay whatever but as as now they've pulled out they both basically tried to screw man down yeah. and they've like looked at me again I said F that yeah. like straight away I've road rage I, I'm, yeah. I'm a man like with the road rage thing I normally laugh about that kind of stuff because yeah. I'm a man that normally pull out and pull in front of someone else I'm causing it mm. but I was like what so I sped up and I just like swerved the car into theirs <laughs> no way I didn't hit them but I yeah. swerved the car into theirs and I was just like I was like, what? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you stuck it on them. <laughs> yeah. You stuck it on them. <laughs> whatever, whatever. They wind down the window. The driver, to be fair, he helped to cool down the situation. It was the passenger. I don't like the way... Sometimes people, whether it's... Inter- we're talking about the internet and people being keyboard warriors and so on, but even yeah. sometimes people, they think they're numbered up in, and yeah. they think they can be intense or aggressive mm. because they're numbered up. But that just... That, riles me yeah. and I know maybe I'm going to get laid out but at the same time don't like don't yeah, yeah don't take it for that exactly yeah. don't be disrespectful yeah I think it's the one thing so that's realize. that's where like getting aggressive can kind of almost but is that productive though it wasn't productive because all I wanted to do was go to Tesco and pick up one lemon and I, <laughs> and, and I nearly had an accident because of that yeah. and nearly got my face caved in mm. so it wasn't productive and it took me extra time because I had to then go around the one way system so it's a good point what <laughs> <laughs> about you P um, I forgot what the question was you asked it yeah I know I forgot what question I'm sorry yes sorry in regards to challenging the aggression yeah. um, yes I'm going to say maybe in my formative years obviously when I was working like in football yeah I think I was able to get my head down and get a lot of things done productively um, as of now I, I think I've learned to kind of manage my aggression so I don't really have any forms of aggression no, no real form. What? That's a lie. That's a lie. A lie you'll tell. Where? where? <laughs> you're too <laughs> lie. <laughs> this is that serious? Aggression where? 
Oh, oh my days. Might get small outbursts, but I mean, oh, the amount of times we've had conversations off where we just like, passion, bro. <laughs> That's passion. That's aggressive. Passion. That's 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 passion. Um, the challenge of energy, aggression, negative energy and tension in some cases can encourage discipline. Boxing, where AJ is a great example, is one of many sports where sports can provide discipline or provide a path. Um, unaddressed anger is a glue that keeps aggressive. It keeps the aggressive um, mask in place. Um, examples of that would be, um, unfortunately, obviously parents with no money maybe. Um, examples obviously where this may take place sorry would be maybe parents with no money um, a family member maybe leaves in terms of maybe an absent father um, and sometimes also because of this um, children or a child may foster anger and resentment um, can't, they can't actually show their they can't show or express these emotions because he will be deemed weak amongst his peers wears a mask of aggression as many children do unfortunately which may lead to maybe not necessarily gang violence as such but um, children being misled um, Sorry, P. I know, I know you're halfway through, but you raised a, a good point, and I know that if you don't mind me mentioning, I know you worked in education previously. Yep. Um, have you seen this? Because you raised the point about um, maybe, maybe a fatherless home. Yeah. Have you seen this? Where you've seen unaddressed anger, where you can really look and see, do you know what that kid's angry about life, about something, and it's deeper than the classroom, the maths teacher, or whatever it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've definitely seen that, and I'm going to say. <coughs> a bit of a difficult one I'm trying to think um, yeah I've definitely seen that I mean I've only worked in secondary once and um, where I think you could probably see it a bit more vividly mm. um, but yeah I think in my time of working in a secondary school I worked there for exactly a year I definitely saw it where you can definitely see where kids are have got issues outside of school which are unfortunately and how does those issues outside of the outside of the school impact them in, are, they, are they quick do they not are they are they disobedient? Can they not take, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, instructions, that kind of, is it, was it that kind of thing or? Yeah, definitely. I think you find like, just say a kid's having, um, how would I even word it as such? If a kid's having issues at home in terms of maybe discipline or it might not be discipline. They might, a kid just generally might have issues at home. They come into a class and they find, they find they're being challenged all right, where at home they've been challenged all the time or they're going under a lot of stress. The moment they're challenged, they're going to challenge that behaviour and they're going to obviously, by and large, going to, um, their voice and their tone and their posture is going to be a little bit larger and a little bit, and they're going to puff their chest out or maybe a little bit more with the teacher. And more often than not, obviously, the child is removed. And you'll find that happens, um, that will happen, it'll be quite frequent to the point where the kid may potentially be or disciplined, suspended, and they're potentially expelled. And I think the problem we have in schools, not to say that they're not addressed in schools because there are obviously good schools but the problem is that I don't think there's maybe enough um, not even supervision um, I don't think there's enough being done I'm going to say or sometimes or sometimes it's a little bit difficult because I think in the PC world we live in I think there's only so much you can um, say or do so it can be really, really difficult to find out what the child's issue is I think in most cases in the kids that I've encountered this with I've known them personally so I've been able to speak to them maybe a bit, a bit more on a level and they've told me what the issue is and then from there you kind of speak to teachers as to this kid is encountering this issue, this issue so be very mindful in in that this person may kick off or if they do raise their tone or say something they shouldn't say you may need to take that into consideration and then from there things are managed obviously a little bit better 
Yeah, just the after what that come to my mind is it'll be interesting based on Lewis Howe's theory or the guy's theory you, you started with. It'll be interesting to find out how many of these kids go on into a combat like combative industry or something. Do you know what I mean? Later on in life, that'd be quite interesting. But obviously, it's not research I'm willing to take up. No, it's funny because it's funny you say that because like um it's slightly moving on anyway. But um yeah, slightly moving on like as to because I, I think we're moving away or yeah I think we're moving away from kids. In some cases, we're moving away from kids actually expressing their anger and obviously we want them to speak a lot more to express how they feel and stuff like that. Whereas I think there's good examples of where kids or where people actually go into industries such as boxing or American football or football itself, where they begin to express themselves and they find a solace in actually terms of playing football and they actually become successful. And it may be in a case of where they become professional football players or they they found their release as such. Mm -hmm. I think there is something to be said about at some point that may need to be vocalised because once you stop playing football or once you re- once you stop playing football whether it's socially or once you retire then you may encounter problems where you may find obviously with some professional footballers once they retire from football or not necessarily not necessarily even football other sports as well they turn to drink and they turn to other things as well so that's solace solace is a is a safe haven really and there's only so long you can have a safe haven at some point i think you're going to need to express yourself but i do think there is a place for um physically um, get, yeah, for physical um, activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, there is a place for physical activity. Sorry, there was actually a question as such. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I forget where I'm actually going with this, but um, no, I'll move on. Okay, no, I'll move on. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'll move on. <laughs> um, ah, another question. Um, this male need for combat is a mask. And it's something that we need to think about and explore further. I discussed this in one of our. I discussed this in one of our previous chapters that with what happens in one's life, parental, financial, and peer pressure, just to name a few, it um, creates attention. So much so, when we leave the house, we're already on the defensive, wearing masks. Patience, the ability to communicate, are developed qualities. I say that to say this: is anger, strike aggression, a preset? And I say that because. Um, things such as maturity and communicating are things and languages that obviously we develop with time whereas anger I think is something I don't want to say it's something we inherit from birth but if a kid doesn't get their bottle they cry they scream I'm not saying it's anger but I think you understand that mm. um, so my well that was my first question but there are a couple of sub-question, uh, sub-questions um, is it the first emotion we learn and is it the easiest emotion to develop because of it's perhaps simplicity in comparison to the ones I've just mentioned. Yeah, that is it. What was the first part of the Sorry, question? I will say the first part of the question was, um, is anger, stroke aggression, a preset? Is it preset? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I think all of them are. Like, if we, we can't just single out anger and say, is that we're all born with these emotions? No, um, that, that's correct. Um Further on his book, um, further on his, I think in his chapter as well, it talks about primary and secondary emotions. And um, I don't know if that's the correct terminology I want to use, but what I'm saying is, like, maturity may be the second or third level. If that, I'm trying to, um, I want to make sense of this so you understand. Hmm. What I'm saying is, from, not to say from birth, anger is a very simple one. It's, anger is a very simple one. Hmm. As in, um, as a baby, if I take your bottle, you'll cry. Hmm. Um, whereas, um, if I take your bottle at the age of, four stroke five, maybe you might be able to communicate as to um, what the problem is and how we can resolve the problem. But you'd still, you still might still feel anger. 
Yeah, but it's channeled now, and and you're you're yeah, yeah it's, you're now we're channeling your anger. You're channeling your anger, but at the same time, you're controlling your anger as well. And in some cases, it might not be. I'm trying to think. It might not necessarily be anger. So, so in that, in, I guess it would be preset then in in regards of having that emotion. But with as you said, with maturity, you're able to display it in a a more way that's deemed okay in society. Um, is that what you mean? I, I don't. I'm trying to understand. So, Mace, do you want to go? Uh, by so, by you answering the question, I think you you're nodding. Obviously, when I was uh, when I asked the question, so you may understand what I'm um, saying. You I make think part of what, understand what from, I'm saying. From what I gather, it's like I think if you're if you're better, the, the better you are at communicating, the less the need to result. And when I'm saying anger, I'm saying more violent, whether it's physical violence or verbal abuse, or whatever it, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So the more the better you are at communicating, the less you might need to resort to that. So that's what I gather from it. Although saying that yesterday, I nearly got in a punch up outside Tesco's. So yeah. <laughs> is that what you're referring but, to? But no, I, I was, that's what I that's what I gather from it. That the older and more mature I got, the people I come into contact with, the life yeah. experiences, I'm now able to communicate far better and realize what's important, what's not. Am I really gonna have a fight with someone over them jumping me the queue in a supermarket, or am I just gonna say, "Excuse me, sir, I don't think I think you might have." Uh, Stepped in front of me. Do yeah. you mind if I step back in front of you and take my my rightful place? But if if they respond in a way, then that aggressive mouth's going to come back. It's it might do, yeah. and it might. I know it will. Product of a council estate. What do you expect? <laughs> is that what you, I don't know? Is, no, is no, sorry, no, no, no. So like, um, as a baby, all right. Um, I'm going to say maybe the. Don't quote me and say this is correct, but the emotions I'm thinking of is happy and sad. Okay, but as you are now, or as I am now, 33 years of age, there's a range of emotions I may feel. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is anger or aggression a preset? Is that something that... Are you say, do we learn anger? Yeah, so I'm asking a question. I'm, sorry, I'm, asking, I'm asking a question as to, I'm not even sure myself. Mm. So what I'm saying is, anger or aggression a preset? Is it the first emotion we learn? Um, is it the easiest emotion to develop because of its simplicity? Is anger a... So, oh, so, oh, so I was um, tapping you earlier, not mm. to say that you were angry, mm. but it sparked it sparked something for it you to respond. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. Whereas um, um, maturity is something that developed through years of of learning and experience so i think maturity is something you 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 develop with experience whereas mm. anger i don't think you know you don't need no experience the only experience you need is you did something i didn't like it and and you're gonna uh, yeah, respond I don't like your finger yeah so i don't like people pointing <laughs> fingers too so i'll take that back um so do you understand where i'm coming from now are you clearer i'm leaving you two to sort this one out <laughs> so what i'm saying is yeah is anger a very simple um emotion yeah, it is a simple, but it's it's simply complex to to. You either angry or not, but there's varying yeah. degrees of anger. Yeah, I know that. But one, so you could be angry about one thing, and it could be completely. Um, you're not going to show any emotion, or not even show any. You're not, you're not going to display the anger, but another part of anger is you'd want to display that anger. So. All right, cool. We'll move on in just a moment. All right, but like, no, you you meant you raised a, a very good point to which I want to touch on. So, um, as a ch- as a baby, I don't think a child is going. To, I don't think a baby is going to show any maturity. Whereas you're talking. So what you said is there's varying degrees of anger. Mm. I think as a baby, if I took the bottle, mm. all right, they're not going to say, oh, "I'm going to be mature about that. Let my dad have that for a while." <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Is I want my bottle. Is I want my bottle. Yeah. That's what I want. Or dummy. Or dummy. dummy. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah, throwing out yeah. words yeah. there. Yeah. So do we? Does, does everyone understand anything? I'm saying. 
No, I think what was the second part? You had a sub question. Okay, cool. So, um, so there were sub questions really. So it, I was saying, is it the first emotion we learn? I, I, mm, I don't think it's anger is the first emotion in terms of. Oh, it could be being happy, come, but I'm saying, is it one of the first emotions we learn? It's hard. How do you I'm determine gonna first, what I'm is gonna, anger? I'm going to throw a span in the next role. How do you learn anger? Because when you with a newborn, with a baby, for instance. You don't. You, so I mean, ne- you, you have. It's a prerequisite. You yeah, because you're, you're never angry, especially around the baby. You're never gonna be angry with them. And I get what you're saying in that. Take your dummy away, and they might. There's a reaction, maybe upset and cry well, emotional. Saying, I'm, I'm gonna, sorry, but but on. you're never. Most sane people are never angry around a baby, a child, or someone. You know I mean? I'm someone not talking about the man. I'm talking about the baby. A baby being upset that I've taken a dummy. Yeah. So is that upset being anger? No, but I, I don't want to um, pile them all in together. What I'm saying, okay, cool. Um, so the baby's going to be upset that I've taken a dummy. Yeah. Right, what, right, so I've broken it down quite funny. So the baby's upset that I've taken a dummy. The baby is not going to think, <laughs> nah, Dad, you have this one. Yeah. Right, you can hold it for, you can use the dummy. All right, and then I'll get it back later. That's not going to happen. Right, the baby's not going to show any maturity in regards to, I don't need this now, I'll get it later. Mm. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, Anger is a very... I'm not saying it's anger a very, very simple um, emotion in comparison to the rest. We have to give me examples of the rest. Jesus Christ. So happy, sad... Uh, maturity. Scared. Let's go with maturity. Because ultimately, and we're talking oh, about... Not, men- sc- not scared. That's, that's not right. Go on. Yeah, so... Yeah, oh, that's, I know where you're coming from. So, like, scared may be... Um, scared and emotion? Why are we going so deep into the emotional part? Like, no, we're having a deep conversation in regards to this question, whether I'm right or wrong kind of thing. <laughs> but that doesn't matter anyway. Okay, we can no, move. go on. Like, if you really uh, want to thrash it out, let's do it. But <laughs> no, we can, we can no move No one's on. any clearer right now. I don't see how we're not, but that's fine. Okay, that's uh, can you answer your own question? Um, I think one. I think it's probably one of the first emotions you do learn. That's my personal opinion now. Because I think it takes maturity to then develop other emotions. So... Okay, what what emotions would you develop later? Um, let me think. It could be. Um, I can't think of one actually now, but you know, you put me in the spot. Um, Does anyone mind if I draw a line and we just yeah continue? I'm with you, miss. All right, cool.